0: Hi, I'm Jillian and you are listening to The Mindset of Podcasting, where we not only talk about the technical side of launching and managing your podcast, but also about building your confidence in yourself and the power of your voice. Your business and your podcast depends so much on your mindset. So I will be diving deep into the mindset blocks and issues that we go through when starting and running your own podcast so you can feel confident in your message and in your voice. It's time to listen in and feel confident about yourself and your podcast. We all want to attract good things into our lives, and today I'm talking with Kristen Scalfani about how she uses the law of attraction in her life and business. Kristen is a personal trainer, social worker, and secret believer. She believes the power of positive thinking and gratitude has saved her life and helped her continue to become the best version of herself. Kristen works with people one-on-one to help them with their fitness goals and their overall well-being. You can work with her virtually for sessions or purchase fitness guides. She absolutely loves connecting and sharing energy with others. Hi, Kristen. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm well. How are you? I am good. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. So I would love for you just to start by telling
1: us who you are
0: and what you do.
1: First, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm really excited. My first time ever being on a podcast, so this is great. So a little bit about myself, I am a 26-year-old gal that lives in Asbury Park, New Jersey. I work as a social worker in child protection, and I also started my own personal training business in the midst of the pandemic, and that's been really great. I've always wanted to help people, hence why I became a social worker. But then, you know, and I've had an interest in working out, but then I was able to kind of marry a bunch of things I'm passionate about, and it's nice to be able to help people in a bunch of different capacities, and it's just been incredible, so I'm very grateful for that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that must be a very difficult job at times, being a social worker.
1: It is, but it's really rewarding um, most of the time, and also... I, myself, as a child, I grew up in a household that was, you know, not perfect. I'm adopted. So I know what it's like. And so it's really nice to be able to, like, just be there for people that are going through what I went through. But, yeah, it's challenging sometimes. It's mostly More
0: rewarding than challenging.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's also, like, I just learn so much. Because if you walk into anybody's household at any given time, whatever their challenge is, is different than yours or whatever not even just challenges. Sometimes you're there for, for positive things, but everybody's life is different. So I get to learn about all different types of things and people and places. And so I'm grateful.
0: That's amazing. So I know that you are very big
1: into the law of attraction.
0: Can you explain a little bit more about that and what it is?
1: Yeah. So uh, as I mentioned, growing up it was you know not great at my house I spent a lot of time with my best friend's family who I met when I was in middle school and so I started to spend more time with them but I was still with my biological family um spoiler alert they're the family that adopted me in the end but um my mom my adoptive mother who was trying to help me but it was difficult because I really belonged to my biological family but uh she was like teaching me about just how to be more positive and how to like ask for what you want in life. And one thing that she really believes in is called the law of attraction. So it's based off of, you know, like attracts like uh, the principle of that and just learning how to manifest what you want out of life. So it's, not just being positive and like saying like everything's fine and and like you know everything happens for a reason. It's it's more so like learning literally how to ask for things properly. So if you want to an example that they um that they have in the documentary called The Secret, which is what she first showed me, is like if you want to get out of debt, you're not gonna keep saying like, I wanna get out of debt, I wanna get out of debt because you keep saying debt and then you're giving energy to debt, right? So you want to You know, ask the universe for money or be like, every time I open the mail, this is again in the uh, documentary, I'm opening checks. People get direct deposit nowadays, but it was an older documentary. So when I check the mail, there's checks and there's not bills and, you know, just kind of reframing things. So um, I learned about that when I was a junior in high school. And ever since then, it's sort of been like my own personal, like religion, I would call it and my family too. So we practice gratitude and we practice like speaking properly to the universe to get what we want. And it's really nice. <laughs> I think it's worked. So I'm going to stick with it.
0: Yes. And it's not ignoring the bad things. It's like reframing them, right?
1: Yeah. And just being like, you know, everything is made of energy and you only have like a finite amount of it in yourself and, and the things around you. So if you can learn how to You can't change things, right? But you can reallocate things. So slowly, if there's something negative about yourself or in your life that you don't want, if you slowly stop giving it your energy or figure out ways to replace it that feel better and lighter and more positive for you, you ultimately have more energy. And when you have more energy, you are not exhausted at the end of the day. You're not finding yourself getting sick. You, you know, your relationships are better. Like life is good if you try. (laughs)
0: Yes. So, how do you use the law of attraction in your business?
1: So, I use the law of attraction um, in my business by I write out like I'm so grateful that I earn X amount of money, <laughs> or I just manifest like people are going to DM me and ask me for a workout guide, or they're going to ask to like train with me one on one, and like ultimately it does happen. So, if I have somebody who you know, they need to take a step away from training. Obviously, like life happens, it's good. I certainly struggle with losing that income in those moments as a small business owner because it's scary. But then I've been trying to reframe and be like now I have more time and which equals more energy. And so I will try my best to attract a client into my life that matches my energy and my, you know, work ethic and hopefully this gives an opportunity to help somebody else. So that's kind of how I've been using it. But as you know, it's very difficult to have your own business. So it's hard to be positive, you know, and you're kind of going through some challenges. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you have any coping mechanisms when those negative thoughts do come in and those hard days do come and you feel like quitting everything and crawling under your covers?
1: Yeah, I definitely do. I think that starting, I started therapy two years ago. I think that was the best gift I've ever given myself. It's very, I don't always want to go, but, or talk to my therapist, but I think ultimately it's really helped me learn to treat myself better and how to like foster better relationships. So since I have her, I've been able to like really clean up the health in other relationships in my life. So when I'm feeling really negative, I feel safe, you know, for the first time in my life, in in my relationships to go to people and tell them how I'm feeling. And they're able to like talk with me. I'm somebody who, when I'm upset and negative, I want to talk to somebody else. I don't like get introverted. I ask for help and (laughs) I reach out. So I talk to others as my therapist. I, of course, like to work out. It's really helpful for me when I'm getting like anxious. I really like to like run and just get it out and I have a cat I have a dog I spend time with them I like to go outside I live in an area where people are always around so and my dog's adorable so people want to see him and then they talk to me and really I just I like talking to people so it cheers me up to just go out not be on my phone and like meet new people so
0: (laughs) yes I'm very big for therapy. I think that's very, very important. Even if you don't think you need one, I think everybody needs one. <laughs> so just Or just yes. somebody to talk to.
1: Yeah, certainly. And and I think my biggest thing about being in therapy, because I've uh, just, like, on, on my life experiences and what I do for a living, I'm, I really want to be of service for other people. So, like, although it helps me, I'm always, like, talking to my therapist about, like, okay, now that I went through this, I'm going to be able to, like, help somebody else with that too or I'm going to be able to you know I want to be a mom someday so I'm going to be like a better mother as a result of like going through these things and and a better sister and friend and daughter and working on all that so therapy is just you know it's really really cool it's definitely like I said the best gift you can give to yourself
0: yes I agree (laughs) most of my listeners are podcast hosts so how can somebody as a podcast host use the law of attraction to help grow their podcast
1: I think just you know the same way I was just talking about with my business with the energy that you put out on your social media or in in our case we met through the next generation network which our friend our mutual friend gabby put together where it's women who can connect with each other and collaborate on things and there's a lot of other avenues you can take with it, but that's mostly about us just connecting and being able to talk so you posted on there I answered it like that was you putting energy out there and me accepting it so social media if there's any kind of like online communities I know there's a lot that folks can join that are about their niche for their podcast I think that will be great and you know just trying to remain like positive and open. Cause I feel like podcasting is really, really cool and unique. And I love that the, all the podcasts I listen to, it just seems like the hosts are very, they're um, lifelong learners. They're very eager to like talk and to get to know other people. So I think just trying to be positive and remain open, but I'm not a podcast host, but that's that's what I would say.
0: No, I agree. Yes. Building community, getting the word out more about your podcast and just yeah, being excited about it and talking about it is just that energy is going to go out into the world and come back to you.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And it's also really cool with podcasts. I've found so many other people that do really interesting, very unique things just because they were on a podcast. Like the person doesn't have to on your podcast doesn't have to be you, right? They're ideally different than what what you've talked about in your podcast, what you like to talk about in general. So I just think it's really awesome. And she's very, so intimate too. Yes,
0: definitely. I want to pause this episode for a moment to tell you all about the program I took to become a podcast manager. If you had been thinking about starting a podcast management business, then the podcast manager program from Lauren Wrighton will guide you through every step and give you the confidence to manage other people's podcasts. Lauren is amazing and shows everything from setting up a podcast to how to price your packages. Plus, when you join her program, you get weekly group coaching calls and a private Facebook group so you can always get all your questions answered. If you're ready to start your podcast management business, then head to the link in the show notes to sign up. So as a certified personal trainer, how do you use fitness to help with your mindset and everything else going on?
1: I use it really to try to, I'm more of an anxious person. So I use it to try to get my energy out that I feel like is it's really not doing anything great for me. It's just making me feel very up and I can't be focused. So I use it as a way to get out of my head and into my body. I have always done that since I can remember as a kid, I've been interested in working out. I would just do like sit-ups and like push-ups and I would like Go for runs when I literally had twos with holes in them. I've just always been drawn to move my body. And I'm not like an annoying trainer that's just like, yeah, just move. Like it's actually worked for me and it continues to. So I think it's very effective when you get into it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to move the energy around.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely. If I just sit around all day versus like a day where I'm active how i feel like oh my god so vastly different
0: so do you set boundaries or have a way that you keep the negative energy from coming in and keep the positive energy around you
1: yeah i think that boundary setting again is another thing that i've been practicing as a result of going to therapy kind of learning my own patterns and triggers and and things that make me go down that negative route or just not feel good at all. So I've taken opportunities to practice boundary setting that are very, very difficult, especially more recently with things going on in my life. But again, I have the support of my therapist. I have people in my life that because I feel safer now, I'm able to like talk to them And they know where I'm at versus me feeling so alone. And so I feel like boundary setting is really scary and it's difficult, but you have to do it. You have to be selfish. If you aren't selfish and you don't take care of yourself and you don't protect yourself and things that don't make you feel good or things that are negative. I don't know. Like you're not going to be well, like you're not going to be of service to yourself or anybody around you. And ultimately you're hurting yourself. So I really, the boundaries are, they're protecting me.
0: Yeah. You can't just keep giving and giving and giving. Cause eventually you have nothing left. You need to yeah refill yeah. your cup, set those boundaries so that you have time to actually do what you need mm-hmm. to do to feel good.
1: Yeah, certainly. Because no one else is going to do that for you. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, not one singular person. So yeah, it's really, it's, it's definitely important and, but challenging. <laughs> yes. I feel like the hardest part about boundaries is like, if I set a boundary with you and I'm like, okay, like, let's say I'm like, can you not text me after 3 p.m.? And then you, you're like, okay, like, that sounds great. But then everybody, like, if we have mutual friends or whatever, and they're coming to me and saying like, but still wants you to text her right now, like, can you text her in 3.05? Like, the hardest part about boundaries is like, you said it with the person or, or the thing but then that doesn't exist in a vacuum. So like you have to keep resetting boundaries with other people or other things or other places that are similar to that, or it's just, yeah, it's hard, but having a support system is what helps you get through it.
0: Yeah. I even have to do that with myself. Like I try not to check my email after 4 PM. Cause that's my time with my kids, but sometimes I'll find myself doing it. I'm like, no, you can't respond because you set this boundary. And if you respond, the boundary is going to be, you know they're going to realize it's not really
1: there. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's not going to feel good on you either. Like you just played yourself. But can I ask you a question? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> is it difficult to set boundaries like between you and your children? I know that like as a mom, I'm not a mom yet, but like, is that hard? Is it something that you try to do or is it kind of like fluid? Uh
0: Yeah, it is hard. Like especially when they want my attention right after school and I have some things I got to finish doing. Like they know I'm on this podcast interview right now. So if my door is shut, that's kind of like a physical boundary right there. I'm like, you cannot come in if my door is shut. So just them knowing that and knowing that, you know, I have to work. That's what feeds our family. So you have to give me that time to do that. And then being like, at this time I will be out and I will hang out with you and we can do things together. So just them knowing that there will come a time, but they're impatient. They don't want to wait for the time. So just continuing yeah. to remind them.
1: Yeah. And I think like, I I think people are afraid of like setting boundaries because it sounds like it's really intense, but like you have to even like as a mom with your own children or your family members, like you have to do that. And so maybe it's not like you need to set a boundary. If you need to reframe it, maybe you um, need to explain like what your expectations are. So my expectation is that you let me work and then afterwards, mommy can have so much fun with you because I've already finished my work. And so if you help people understand why they exist, it's easier to maintain. Yes, exactly. Yes. Even though I
0: explain it a lot, sometimes they just don't want to listen, as most people do. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, they're kids, so I'm sure it's difficult. But as they get older, like, that's really awesome because I don't think I ever had anybody speaking to me like that as a kid, right? So I think it's cool. Very cool.
0: (laughs) So this last segment is just a few little questions I like to ask every guest. So what is your favorite mindset book?
1: I really enjoy The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Have you read it? No, it's on my list
0: though. I have a long list. Oh. It's on my list.
1: <laughs> you need to. It's so good. It's such a, it's not that long, I don't think. I think maybe, I don't know, I don't want to say, but maybe like 200 pages. Like it's not that bad, but it's like a quick read. But essentially, it's a book that comes from this ancient Toltec civilization that used to exist in Mexico. But their society, I guess, like fell apart, their civilization did, but they were known for their wisdom and for their ideas around energy and making, instead of saying like, I'm just going to give energy to it. They say like, you agree to something. And in that agreement, you know, you're saying I'm going to give energy to that or not give energy to that. So there's four agreements that they introduce to you in the book. And if you accept all those, it's supposed to kind of help you align other agreements or other energy paths in your life really awesome and when you do read it please let me know how you like it
0: I will yes my list gets longer every day I swear but it's on there
1: yeah I mean if you ask this question everybody you talk to I'm sure (laughs) yes yeah
0: (laughs) so do you have an affirmation that you use that helps you out
1: I do but I feel like I always say it wrong but I also don't think it really matters but I think it's a common one is I don't Chase, I attract what's meant for me. Will simply find me. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, I like to write it down. And when I write things down, I feel like they're more real. I don't know about you, but I'm a big yes. writer downer. So I do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a pen and paper person. <laughs> mm-hmm. And typing it like isn't the same <laughs> at all. Not the same. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my affirmation.
0: <laughs> what is your favorite
1: podcast? So, I like to listen to like really silly podcasts and just like things to like entertain me. So, but I also like to finish things that I start. So, I don't listen to too many podcasts because I get overwhelmed if I'm behind on them. So, <laughs> I listen to NPRs up first, it gives me like 12 minutes of news every morning. And I listen to Call Her Daddy um, by Alex Cooper, it's on Spotify that was a podcast that was originally just like about sex and it was like pretty raunchy, but now she is more about like mental health awareness and it's really changed over the years. So I'm down for the changes and giggly squad, which is a podcast with two best friends. And they talk about like what's going on, like with like celebrities or just literally just bullshit with each other. And they're funny. So I like it.
0: Yes. I like fun podcasts. I do a mixture of business and fun ones. I'm really into like the rewatch po- podcast, like the office and Psych, like
1: the TV show rewatch ones. Oh, awesome. I just learned about that. I've heard there's one like with new girl and like, there's mm-hmm. a bunch of things coming out about new girl, yeah. but I feel like I would be interested in that too. I like it when I'm driving. Like I don't want to call anybody because I don't want to talk on the phone because I talk to yeah. people all day long for work. <laughs> but it's nice to like hear a conversation that you're not really a part of. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yes.
0: Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. And can you let the listeners know how they can connect with you more?
1: Yes, thank you so much. Um, So I only have Instagram really, and I have a TikTok, but I don't really like use it that much, but you can find me on Instagram. My name is Chris Galfani. So it's K-R-Y-S-C-A-L-F-A-N-I on instagram and yeah shoot me a dm add me and i'd love to connect with new people
0: (laughs) i'll also have that link in the show notes so thank you again and enjoy the rest of your day
1: thank you i appreciate it
0: thank you so much for listening if managing your podcast is becoming overwhelming and you're ready to hand it over to someone who will put the time and effort into it that you do then let's chat My packages include editing, show notes, social media graphics, transcription, and more. We will hop on a discovery call so I can get to know more about you, your business, and your podcast. And then I will tailor a package just for you. Go to JillianGrover.com slash management to check out my packages and to book your discovery call.